Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. It's uh, Monday uh, after a great uh, weekend. Uh, how, how was you? I know you you went on a trip with your daughter, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, we've had a great time. We went up to a little area called Fry Island, Maine, um, which is literally uh, this isolated island in the middle of Sebago Lake. And we were just up there for the day, but it was so much fun. And um, you have to take a ferry over it. When you get over there, everybody kind of does golf carts and bikes all over it. There's 12 little beaches around it. And um, it's kind of a throwback to to older times, I think, but it was precious. We had beautiful weather and got to kayak all over and oh, got nice. a little bit of storming. We picked blueberries on the island, you name it. So it was lots of fun. How about your weekend? Well, we've, um, you know, just finished uh, filming some uh, of our online courses uh, that we'll put out over the next six to seven months, in addition to the ones we already have up online. Uh, 10 more actually uh, that mm-hmm. we did. And of course you were part, you came out and were part yeah, of we that. Were, we were happy to be part of the uh, last four of them. Yeah. Uh, awesome. And um, we had uh, a celebration of Linda's uh, birthday, 70th birthday and our uh, ministry uh, anniversary of 20 years mm-hmm. uh, that we did. And uh, during that celebration, we invited uh, a uh, piano player, singer, uh, from the Broadmoor, uh, yep. that uh, he uh, he he uh, has a a deal where they've got a songbook, <clears throat> and they do this down at the Broadmoor um, on at weekends. The Golden Bee. The Golden Bee, <laughs> uh, and so we've got to know him, and he's just a neat Christian uh, man uh, who's had a great heart and gifted, very gifted. And so, mm-hmm. so he comes up, brings his songbook, and there's 150 songs in the songbook. Um, and we're, you know, we're, there's probably 25 of us or so sitting in our, uh, big room with him playing the piano. Uh, and we just call out a number, mm-hmm. uh, you know, number, uh, you know, uh, 44, uh, and it would be, uh, uh, you know, the Beatles song and she loves you. And, and so he just, he has no music <laughs> and he just plays it, uh, from his, his gifted memory Right. Uh, and gets us going and it's funny and then you know we give him the next one and then he shifts immediately to the next song so he played for two and a half hours amazing, uh, right? and um didn't take a break he didn't i said you want a break he said no i'm having too much fun uh so <laughs> um he played for two two and a half hours and uh it was it was quite a hoot uh, you know, that's to, great. Yeah, to I was sorry we missed that. Yeah, day, but we sure had fun with the rest of it when we were there. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we and, loved uh, every minute. Every uh, minute we played. It. We played a little top golf. You did. You did really well, and Dan yes. did. Dan did really well. So, <laughs> so here's my question for you on top golf, though. You and Dan, y'all were definitely a little more competitive than <laughs> the, the setting. And yet, I ran into Janet Cachero at a C12 event, and she and the comment was. I heard you're competitive. I'm like, how in that setting am I the one who came off competitive? <laughs> yeah, um, that didn't. Uh, uh, Dan and I were competitive. <laughs> yes, you were. You you, you, you weren't were uh, tight. Y'all were uh, good. <laughs> I think I think she was talking about Monica. <laughs> <laughs> that maybe she did get it. Monica use, is competitive. I had uh, fun though. Yeah. I, that was that was such a fun. The whole trip was fun. Y'all yeah. loved the courses, I'm going to put in a shameless plug for those courses because, you know, Dan and I were there just for three days of the taping and that involved four different courses. And every single one of those is something that everybody should go through. Yeah. I mean, just amazing content, amazing content that I know we are going to spend weeks and weeks going back through. Um, but these online courses, guys, if you have not checked out the website, you need to go get in this because this is, this is phenomenal material. And I can't thank you and Linda enough for the way you guys 
work so hard to put it out and just so sacrificially do this. Um, yeah, it's quite fun. We, we, had have, a, we had a great time and great teaching. So. We have, um, right now, we have uh, eight up and we have our ninth one uh, just about ready to put up. Uh, uh, and that involves, you know, what we do is we tape them. Uh, uh, Kathy, uh, the, the production company, uh, uh, we, we just taped 10 new courses. Mm -hmm. uh, they said they have approximately 10 terabytes of uh, video recording. Wow. Uh, and now they're going to go edit it. Um, and they will, uh, uh, each course is anywhere from three to five to six uh, hour sessions, mm -hmm. what we call lessons. Um, and for every hour, and we've got close to 45 to 50 of those taped right. on, on the new group. Uh, they said they'll take uh, six hours each. Each lesson takes them six hours to edit it. To edit. They uh, will be tired of our faces. They will right? be. <laughs> they, they will know this material really well. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have nine, uh, getting almost nine up on our website, uh, which you can order. Mm -hmm. And then we have 10 more that will be coming out uh, by the end of the year into first of next year. Uh, yeah. And I've already got several new ones actually that are being developed uh, right now that wow. we'll be able to tape next summer. So, uh, well, I tell you, this was some of my favorite material. Yeah, so once again, uh, just great stuff. So yeah, it's really it's really fun. Looking uh, forward to it coming out. And as we've talked about uh, chaos, uh, a couple things are happening actually right now. Um, one is uh, in the whole COVID uh, variant, what they call the Delta variant. Um, it's they're having new numbers of, of new mm -hmm. cases, particularly in uh, areas on the East Coast right now. And uh, not really the Northeast, but a, a lot in the more like the Southern. Yeah, more, more in the Southern. Southeast. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. And so uh, the impact of it all is that, again, we're, we're facing a moment of what I would call chaos. And chaos is simply defined as um, different than what we're used to. Mm -hmm. uh, and the suddenness of it that comes upon us uh, because my routine, my life that I thought was going to run a certain way mm -hmm. uh, is now changed because of what I call, you know, the chaos. Uh, so there's already discussion about, uh, you know, masking up again, shutting things down, uh, maybe even on a national scale, uh, school, right. school issues. Um, Lots of school board meetings going on right yeah, now, frantically yeah. trying to figure out what to do. Yep, yeah, and 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 uh, employment, and again, you know, if if they uh, go to locking, what they call locking down, then uh, the offices again will will not be functioning. Mm -hmm. uh, so that means people will have to do things remotely and um, uh, and and not have jobs, you know. Except, so it's going to be it's going to be an interesting thing to watch, and that we're just saying mm -hmm. that. Uh, uh, it's not, in a way, it's not surprising uh, right. because, you know, the enemy, the world of the enemy is kill, steal, and destroy in creating chaos. And we're, we just happen to be uh, personally in a phase of our lifetime where we've seen such dramatic changes mm -hmm. quickly uh, that we didn't used to. Um, right. Uh, and now, you know, and it's, things are chaotic. Um uh, partly, by the way, because um, there's uh, there, we've lost what I believe is a strong respect uh, for each other, uh, and I'm talking mm -hmm. about fellow human being. Uh, and whether you're a certain party or a certain uh, race, mm -hmm. or uh, it's just uh, my perspective has always been, you know, well, we can we can process stuff together. And do and do it well. You know, we can process mm -hmm. well, even disagree. You know, we can respect each other in that disagreement. Right. What I've and what have I, healthy conversations. Yeah, have healthy yeah. conversations, uh, and uh, don't take it so heavy or personally. Even though somebody might disagree with me, right? I've never personally ever taken that um, on a personal level. It's like, okay, I understand your position, and I'm happy to discuss it. Um, uh, here's my position. Here's your position. Hey, let's let, let's go. Let's mm -hmm. go enjoy each other at dinner. You know, we can do that. Right. Uh, right. Well, uh, I think we've lost that a little bit. And so, with the disrespect, uh, is that um, now there's a desire to make sure that other people believe the same way I believe. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, and and then, this is happening among believers, even yeah. not just believer versus non-believer. This is happening within the big C church. Yeah, yeah, and and so the uh, the chaos uh, is stimulated a little bit out of a truth of scripture, and that is uh, a house divided will fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what I'm seeing on a global level, uh, particularly in the United States, politically. Uh, with different movements uh, within the church uh, is uh, there's a division. And by the way, I, I know what's behind it. You know, Paul says it in, in, in Ephesians 6. You're not fighting against flesh and blood. You're fighting right. against principalities and powers who is kill, steal, and destroy. And, they're, and one of their key strategies uh, is division. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, and interesting enough, uh, and this is in Proverbs 6, uh, God lists and said, these are things that I hate. It's an abomination to me. Uh, the, the, the one that's last is, seventh one, is a division. Discord. Yeah. Uh, is sowing division. Uh, he said, that's an abomination to me because he's always bringing about harmony. He's always bringing about mm-hmm. unity, uh, which is, remember, as we're talking about his will. So a house divided is going to fall. And so what I see the falling at the moment is we're falling away from the values uh, that mm-hmm. we've maintained. Uh, and as a result of that, then uh, impact economically, uh, politically, socially, uh, that mo- quick movement can happen and disrupt what we used to be uh, mm-hmm. you know, as part of our culture. So um, I just think the chaos and this whole COVID uh, uh, Delta variant and the reaction to that Mm-hmm. Uh, what I don't see is a, uh, okay, let's get to the facts. Let's get to the options. Let's talk about this together. Uh, it's now, I believe, become political. And so there's political responses with very little inf- information right. being right. processed yet. You know, uh, So mm-hmm. they're going to make decisions. We are going to lock down. We're going to do this. We're going to mask up. We're going to uh, you can't go to restaurants anymore, and that's already already in in play in a couple cities. Uh, and yeah, New York just New York, announced yeah. that. Yeah, uh, and so it may it may get deeper than that. Well, that's going to be disruptive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the impact again is we're trying to help people is uh, well that's going to happen. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. surprising, but uh, God has answers uh, to us, and as we seek His will, He said none of that surprises me, and none of that. Um, is going to limit me, God speaking, right. to deliver what I'm going to give you through wisdom and insight in my, in my work right. as you follow you know, my will. Um, and by the way, another aspect of the chaos, uh, and this is happening uh, uh, actually with our government, um, I, don't, I don't know if people understand this, but when Trump was president, they set the debt limit Mm-hmm. And, and debt limit is the amount that can be borrowed by the United States government. Right. Um, and they set it at $22 trillion, um, which has been dramatically increasing uh, even during uh, the last year. Which re- is crazy in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, because of the uh, COVID mm-hmm. and the stimulus packages, they suspended it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just said, you know what, we, we don't, we're not even going to raise it. We're going to suspend it and you can mm-hmm. borrow as much as you need. Well, we're now, we're now, our debt level is now 28 and a half trillion. Uh, and it exceeded it by six, six and a half trillion. Mm-hmm. Well, they had a, uh, and when they suspended it, <laughs> they, they put a, uh, date of August, mid August, 2021. That, oh, did they really? that it, I didn't know that. yeah, that it would, uh, that it would revert back to the last debt limit. Okay, well, there's two mm-hmm. interesting things about that. Uh, we're already at 28. Um, this month, and literally in a week or two, it reverts back to 22. Hmm. Uh, so by definition, unless they have the money to pay it back, which we don't. Um, they're going to have to raise it minimally to that. Um, and there's uh, what's called an infrastructure stimulus bill that's uh, mm-hmm. up to $3 trillion to be added to that. 
So they're going to have to raise the debt limit for us to to function as a government uh, dramatically. Um, right. And it's going to go up and up and up, particularly if they shut things down again. We'll add another six, seven trillion dollars right. on top of it. So, um, and so here's the chaos. That's um, already set in motion. Mm-hmm. They have to deal with it. Um, if they don't deal with it, it shuts the government down mm-hmm. by definition. Uh, so that's a possibility. Um, and because the political parties are fighting over it, they're, each of them are threatening to say, go ahead, uh, shut us down. Mm-hmm. Um, and not and not raise not take care of this issue. Um, well, if that happens, uh, that'll have a dramatic impact um, on the chaos of the, of the world and the United States and mm-hmm. the people of the United States. And uh, it's a real issue. And by the way, the uh, the normal solution is just raise the debt limit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if they raise it, they'll have to raise it to at least thirty trillion and probably go up to thirty five trillion um see the economics uh create a a stress and you and i have talked a little bit about inflation right um which normally in inflation the federal government federal reserve sorry um who is not a u.s institution institute enough uh raises interest rates Mm -hmm. um and then the the uh, amount of interest paid by everybody, including the, the U.S. government, rises up. Uh, and they try to do that to control inflation. Right. Well, um, at even at $28 trillion right now, if they raise the interest rates, which is why they haven't, it would consume a, almost all of the, of the federal budget to pay the interest. Right. Not even including principal. Um, which they're not going to do either. So there's a little bit of a of a struggle of that we're building, 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 uh, almost a point where do we pass where we literally, uh, you know, like like we as an individual uh, family, uh, mm-hmm. when you run out of money, you go bankrupt. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so that's possible, um, uh, and we do, we'll talk a little bit about that in our end times. Uh, discussion coming up uh, on Friday, but um, the chaos, the chaos is that there's it's it's in it, the whole thing is is economically with what their decisions are going to be, which they're going to have to mm-hmm. they have to deal with this right. um, is going to be problematic, um, mm-hmm. and so we got that we got that pressure. So here's what I see in terms of chaos: is we have we have that pressure that's real, right, and we got COVID that's real mm-hmm. and likely depending on what they do politically they could actually cause again the businesses economy to suffer people to suffer uh with employment which mean the government would then step in with more stimulus which is and- interesting because it's the timing is such that most of that stimulus is just now running out. And right. now there's, you know, there could be potential cause to lock down again and then re-up some of these stimulus yeah. things. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, right? yeah. And uh, and again, we can't even, uh, in a sense, say it's going to go this way or that way. It's just what we're trying to keep saying is that, and we're just giving you examples, uh, chaos is the normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and and things are going to be chaotic. So um, as we seek uh, God's will, uh, particularly amongst the Christian community, is that because of the chaos, mm-hmm. and it's it's not uh, you know where it's denied by the Christian community, um, they look at the world and say, "Man, this this is scary. It's a scary place. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be it can be uh, a little bit fearful." And it always always boils down to how is that going to impact me um, mm-hmm. in terms of my, particularly my income? Uh, if I'm a business owner, my, my profitability, uh, my ability to hire people. Uh, but as an employee, am I going to be retained by my company? Um, and am I, you know, because the economy has right. been, it's been doing quite well, having come out of the COVID issue and the businesses were doing, have been doing quite well. Uh, a, lot, a lot of rebound, yes. Yeah, but is that going to change and is that impact going to be me? 
uh, uh, in terms of negative to me, and that creates fear. Well, mm-hmm. the fear uh, is if you look at the world in a natural way, mm-hmm. we would say, yeah, of course, uh, the impact of this is scary. Um, I could be disruptive, and it could really affect me uh, negatively. But as we've mm-hmm. been trying to help people understand is that God's will um, understands all that, doesn't surprise him, and it doesn't limit him to be able to deliver uh, a what we call the covenant life, best and none better, yeah. in the middle of it, because he'll guide us, lead us, and perform things mm-hmm. that, that only he can do. Um, it's interesting you even say that. You know, I know that's something we share all the time, but you, know, you were talking about us just being up at your house. So Deanne and I got to stay in Rich and Linda at their retreat house, house have each of the rooms where people are, are staying have um, a word to them, I yeah, guess, and, yeah. and a verse that a goes word with and a verse, them. yeah. And we were in the room called Joy. Yeah. <laughs> and in that room, love that room, but in that room, um, Linda has a verse framed there, Psalm 1611, that directly speaks exactly to what you're saying right now. And there is so much profound truth in that verse that I really think people have got to look at it and question for themselves as believers. Do I truly believe this to be true? And am I experiencing it? Yep. And the verse is Psalm yep. 1611. You will show me the path of life mm. in your presence is fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. There is nothing in there that says, except for in times of chaos or except for when the world's going wacky or except for during COVID, none of that exists. So we've got to really step back and say, do I believe he will show me the path of life? Do I believe he can show me what to do in the midst of all this chaos? Do I believe that when I am in his presence, I have the fullness of joy? And am I living my life in a way that shows I believe that? Or am I a walking poster of fear and, and, you know, as a Christian, a lot of times I see more people living in fear and trying to be the loud voice than living in joy and shining a light. I cannot help but think of a verse that um, I saw actually in the room, Dan and I stayed at, you know, when we were out in Rich and Linda's retreat house doing this filming this last week, we stayed in their room called Joy. They have uh, several rooms in the house and each one has a name to it and a verse that goes with it. And Linda has this verse framed in there um, that has just resonated with me so much lately. And that is Psalm 1611. And it says, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And I think about that as we navigate these times and thank you all. Do we really know this? Are we experiencing it? There's there's three key parts there. You will show me the path of life. Do we believe as Christians that he's going to show us how to navigate through this chaos, whatever is coming? Do we truly believe that and trust him with it? Yeah. And are we asking him? Even, you know, that's a big part. Are we asking him and are we asking him um, solid questions and, and giving him time to respond and lead us? And then in your presence is the fullness of joy. This one has really spoken to me a lot lately because I feel like um, in so many venues, what I see um, around me even is a lot of Christians even walking in fear, not in joy right. and not trusting what he's leading. But, but this verse, if you believe what his word is, that his word is true, it says in his presence is the fullness of joy. Yes. That means I'm not living in fear. I'm not living in doubt. In fact, I'm living in anticipation that he's going to instruct me. And even through the worst of whatever goes on and through the crazy of the craziest that I will still get to walk in joy because I am with him. Yeah. And then, you know, at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Again, do we believe it? Do we know it? Are we experiencing it? Are we falling into the spiral with the rest of the world in the woe is me? The world's falling apart. What are we going to do? And yet, you know, if we really believe this verse, then we live as a light. We live as a lampstand holding out that we have the source of joy, the source of wisdom, the source of salvation, and that anybody who wants to come to him gets the same privilege. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's a, it's the aspect of the, the viewpoint, uh, and the, uh, belief so that, mm-hmm. 
if we uh, look at the world in a natural way. Uh, I remember as a Christian uh, in the flesh, uh, we're called in the carnal, uh, we are going to gravitate uh, toward the natural, um, right. which is why we're, you know, we become in, in Romans 8, 5 to 8, uh, we put to death the very power that God gives us. Mm -hmm. uh, we, uh, we are at enmity against him and we cannot please him. And what happens is that we basically uh, uh, act as if God isn't isn't really there for us. Right. Uh, we're just subject to the events of the world um, mm -hmm. and the impact that's going to have on me. It's called Christian fatalism. Uh, there's a, a broad thought that, uh, well, everything that happens is God's will. Mm -hmm. And I guess this uh, difficulty, uh, which even can be on a global basis or a national right. basis, uh, is... I guess this is God's will, and this is I'm just going to be uh, relegated to a life of difficulty. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, what we're trying to help un people understand is that, uh, no, uh, God has a will that is mm -hmm. in the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, peace, and joy, and he's the king. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. uh, we, op we operate in both places, that the world is under the control of the enemy, uh, it is uh, kill, steal, and destroy. Mm -hmm. uh, it has been that way ever since Adam and Eve. There has been no perfect place like like uh, Garden of Eden again. Uh, and that uh, God isn't uh, resetting the entire uh, uh, system of the world to eliminate evil. Um, right. Because uh, it was handed over by Adam and Eve to the enemy. And he said to Christ, in Luke 4, um, all the kingdoms of the world have been given to me. I can give them to you. And Christ mm -hmm. said, yeah, I know. Uh, Adam and Eve handed it over to you, but um, uh, I'm not going to get it back by that. Um, and then he says, you know, after the resurrection, um, he's regained the authority. But it's clear. And by the way, this is uh, it's a really simple, interesting verse uh, based on the expectation uh, the disciples after the resurrection, um, their view of Messiah was mm -hmm. uh, a earthly ruler that was going to eliminate evil. Right. Um, and they said, and this even is though a, they were walking with him and yeah. hearing him say otherwise yeah. all along, <laughs> all, the, all the time. Uh, in Acts chapter one, uh, they 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 have a question, and they said, mm -hmm. "Is this the time that you're going to?" get rid of evil and take care right. of everything. Um, and he said, no, um, but you will be my witnesses mm -hmm. uh, when power comes upon you and you live out the beautiful life I have for you in the kingdom of God. So he tried right. to help us understand that these two kingdoms operate simultaneously. Mm -hmm. uh, we are in the physical, we are in the natural, and we are of the world under the influence of the enemy. Right. Uh, God uh, has a kingdom that is way mm -hmm. superior to that. Nothing surprises him, doesn't limit him in any way. He can deliver uh, what he calls the covenant life. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Um, I have a, like you said in, in uh, uh, Psalm 16, I have a path for you mm -hmm. and there's pleasures evermore. Yeah. Um, he doesn't say if everything is going great in the world. Exactly. Uh, he said, "Is my in my presence because in the kingdom of God." So the question that really comes up for everybody uh, is, do you understand this dichotomy that everything that happens is not God's will, right? Uh, and that the world is wicked and evil. And again, the simple explanation of of having to help people understand that um, is, I say, you know, two Christian uh, people, a man and a woman get married. Mm -hmm. um, it's clear in scripture that God says, my will is for you to thrive, to have joy together, mm -hmm. uh, to uh, uh, have fulfillment together, uh, and to stay married and, and, and build a family and enjoy your life uh, together. Um, well, then how do over half of them right now get divorced? Mm -hmm. um, see, it can't be God's will 
that, well, I will you to get married and I bless you getting married, but now I will you to divorce and separate. Right. Well, that, that can't right. be. Um, and if that was so, then we all might as well just give up uh, mm -hmm. and say, well, whatever happens, happens. Um, and it's going to be miserable, I guess, uh, which is where most, most believers live. Uh, and he mm -hmm. said, no, I have a will in my kingdom. Uh, and so that, um, number one is we, if we understand that dichotomy, then I would, uh, understand that everything isn't God's will. So therefore I need to, to discover God's will. Um, mm -hmm. and then two is, can I trust it? Yeah. Um, which is trust him in the middle of chaos, in the middle of adversity, in the middle of this difficult place we now live. Um, and this goes back to the scriptures we've already read about, um, I'm going to provide you the covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Um, uh, I have good plans for you, not plans to mm -hmm. harm you, but plans for a hope in a future. Um, uh, uh, and Jesus himself, uh, which is a verse we want to look at right now, he made a statement uh, that um, he admitted that, yeah, the enemy uh, and the world of the enemy is kill, steal, and destroy. But he says, here's why I've come. So if you'd, if you'd read uh, uh, John 10.10, 10, uh, Jesus, Jesus makes a statement here. He says, um, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Yeah. Um, and the word there is uh, super abundantly. Uh, and it's the very same uh, statement that God had spoken in Genesis 131 when he mm -hmm. created everything. He said he looked at everything uh, and it was exceptionally good. Mm -hmm. uh, and Christ has basically said, uh, what I've come to do is to restore back that exceptionally good life, mm -hmm. you know, to you in a world dominated, you know, by the enemy. Yeah, it's kill, steal, and destroy. But uh, Christ said, I've come uh, to bring that life back to you now. Right in the middle of it. In the middle of it. Uh, okay. As you walk in my kingdom, let me be king. Uh, let me guide you. Let me lead you. And so... Uh, we start to understand that that is available, see, to everybody. And it's not, it's not limited. It's not the lucky ones. It's, it's available to everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, and then if you go to Psalm uh, 6511, uh, it, it also speaks specifically to this, to this uh, way this path looks. So go to 6511. It says, you crown the year with your bounty. Your wagon tracks overflow with abundance. Yeah. Um, so um, it's interesting that they use the word uh, wagon tracks. It's, it's the path of life. Um, mm -hmm. What you go down, you're moving forward down a path. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it overflows with abundance. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, now what is that abundance? The life that Christ just said I, I'm bringing. Right. Um, it will overflow uh, and, and that's what, that's what he's trying to explain to us is that, um, it'll be grand, um, all aspects of it so that I'll, I'm going to give you financial freedom. I'll take care of you regardless of what's going on with the economy. Um, I'm going to give you uh, joy in your marriage. I'm going to give mm -hmm. you joy in fellowship. Uh, I'm going to resolve all your issues, uh, that nothing is too difficult for me, uh, because it'll overflow with abundance. Mm -hmm. while you're going down the path and by the way we know where that path is it's in the world that's mm -hmm. troublesome and jesus said while you're going down that path in the world you're going to have what trouble trouble uh tribulation pressure mm -hmm. difficulty uh he said so i'm not i'm not my path isn't to remove you from that place it's in the middle of that place mm -hmm. while you experience like everybody else does the difficulties like we're experiencing right now with COVID. Mm -hmm. um, we as believers are not exempt. Right. Um, so do people, are people getting sick? Yeah. Um, do they have to deal with the disruption of that if they work, like for example, uh, in an industry where they're going to shut you down again or have shut you down and mm -hmm. you've already experienced it? Uh, I'm not exempt from that. Uh, right. 
and in the, from the loss there's you know we're yeah. hearing stories of loss yeah. yeah yeah and in the middle of it uh it's well do i trust uh, and seek god's will which which has to be you know in a spiritual place and uh he tells us something about this so if you go to matthew uh 28 uh, 18 to 20 um, he describes for us um, what what is that will as it relates to me personally as well as uh, and again we want to keep referring to this uh, the bigger story mm-hmm. um, it's the flow through of the covenant I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing um, mm-hmm. I, I am having you join me God speaking in a bigger story of the kingdom uh, and it's not see it's not all about me uh, and it isn't what do I do what do I do what do I do he says actually it's more what I want to do for you God speaking and for you to join me in the, the pleasant path mm-hmm. the path of abundance the life of abundance uh, and I will uh, deliver this to you and you'll join me in receiving it and get it give it away so if you go to uh, Matthew 28 I read verses 18 to 20 says, and Jesus came to them, came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Yeah. So um, first of all, he says, uh, all authority uh, has been given to me. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Um we understand that that he took on the penalty uh, uh, that was required, and and God handed him now uh, the authority over over creation. So the question comes up: mm-hmm. well, Wait a second! Um, I thought you just said that Satan has control over the world, um, and he still has the kingdoms, uh, and that he is in control. Which, by the way, John, First John five eighteen says. Satan is still in control. This is post-resurrection. So how do those two things line up? Um, And doesn't Christ have all the authority? And therefore, can't he just handle all the evil uh, and take take care of it? A couple things about that. Uh, uh, One, uh, the authority functions in his kingdom. Mm -hmm. His kingdom is a spiritual kingdom. Uh, and so is is all authority uh, uh, given to him in his kingdom? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, and it uh, that's number one. Uh, number two, um, is that is that authority superior to the authority of the world and the authority of Satan? Yes. Yeah. Uh, see that uh, because why? Well. <laughs> Uh, you put two and two together, and that is, this is Hebrews 11, uh, chapter uh, 11, three, uh, verse 3. The world, uh, and we read that in Genesis as well, was created mm-hmm. by him speaking it. Right. Uh, it was the spiritual uh, activity of the Spirit speaking uh, his word, and it created material. Right. Created uh, the physical, uh, which, which by the way, does then make the material subject to the subject. spiritual. By yeah. definition, the the material is subject to the power of the spiritual, which created it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's superior, uh, and as a result of that, um, any difficulty, any trouble is why Christ says, well, I've, I've, I've overcome it mm-hmm. because here he, see, he says in Matthew um, that all authority has now been restored back to me in the spiritual mm-hmm. kingdom and I can impact change and, and have uh, uh, opportunity to deliver what I want to do because I can speak to it. Right. Uh, which is what we're talking about in terms of God's will is that God says, here's what I would like to do for you and deliver to you this, this beautiful grand life, uh, the covenant life, the abundant life. Um, and it supersedes the world that you're going to be part of. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, he, and because of what Jesus said is that 
you are going to be in both places mm-hmm. um, in the world. And by the way, uh, you can read further about this in uh, John 17. Um, he's praying to the Father. And, right. and he says, um, I'm not praying that we remove them from the world. Mm-hmm. Rather, interesting enough, I'm, I'm sending them into the world, mm-hmm. which he understands is trouble, kill, steal, and destroy under the control right. of the enemy and why all this bad stuff happens. Um, but I'm sending them into the world to bring my kingdom mm-hmm. there so that those that join my kingdom, and he goes on to say, can be one with us like we are one and their mm-hmm. joy will be full because yes. uh, they'll live in the kingdom while they're living in a difficult world. And guess what? Yep, they're going to have trouble, but my authority supersedes it. So that mm-hmm. um, as he speaks in uh, both Old and New Testament, um, and he's, he's, he's talking to us who are de- dealing with this stuff, nothing is too difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because his authority supersedes it. I can right. change it. I can speak to it. Um, I can make things happen because I just have to uh, exercise my spiritual authority over the physical, which is true. And that's why, that's why as we're talking about chaos, for example, um, nothing, nothing is limiting him. Mm-hmm. Nothing surprises him. It doesn't say, if all everything works in the world, then I can do well for you. He just says, mm-hmm. I'll just do well for you um, in a very difficult place. Uh, and then he says here, all authority has been given to me. He said, now uh, go make what? Disciples. Disciples, yeah. Uh, okay, the word disciple um, is someone who walks with God. Mm-hmm. It's, really, it's really cool. Um, uh, it's, not, it's not learning a bunch of stuff. Uh, it's it's walking with God, being led by God under the power of God, and this is implied in His kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and He says, "As you have learned this, now you go teach others to observe, live out the very life that I'm giving you." Which, by the way, is what the abundant life. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so there it is. Now, here's the question: um, If I said to somebody, um, do you believe that we're to call to build disciples? Everybody says, yeah. Everybody says, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, and I say this. Um, he said to live out the life mm-hmm. that he has given us. And I go to John 10, 10. And mm-hmm. Christ has come to give us what? Life, life abundantly. Life abundantly. Yeah. Okay. I said, so there's the life that he says, I want you to have disciples learn. Mm-hmm. And so the question that I ask is really simple. Are you experiencing that abundant life? Mm-hmm. Um, interesting enough, most of the time the answer is no. And I said then, how could you uh, lead others to live out that life if you're not living it out? Mm-hmm. And so Jesus implied here that uh, the way it's going to go is multiplication. Mm-hmm. And that is that you're going to live it out you receive it, you walk with me, you, you understand what abiding is all about, you understand about determining and, dis, and uh, discerning my will um, and experiencing my will, which, by the way, will be the abundant life. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you do that, you then can offer that to, to other people who will say, is that possible for me? Mm-hmm. Our answer is going to be yes, because uh, there's no limitation. Um, and I guarantee you, and this is what the gospel is about, that regardless of the trouble that you're experiencing, which is usually the motivation, mm-hmm. um, God can deliver his beautiful will and give you the abundant life too. Would you like to learn what it means to walk with him? So discipling isn't, here's the five things you got to learn, or here's the Bible study you got to do, or uh, join this church or join this ministry, and then you, you go, you'll be a disciple of God. It's literally walking with him in the kingdom right. of God. 
Um, right. And as we and get, I go love, ahead. Even as you as you look at that, I I had learned before, you know, that go therefore and make disciples. That that tense of go actually means as you go. Yeah, as you go. So so when you know when you're walking, it it is really that true disciple making is us on a journey. You know, asking God for His path and inviting others authentically into that journey with us to see the path. And showing them how to hear the path too. Yeah. As we go, yeah. you know that that whole thing is really. I think a lot of times people put it. They put you know yes we like you said we absolutely have to be experiencing it to give it away because it's as we go it's living life together and pursuing him and then bringing others and teaching them to do it and we put it on this big thing of you know well missionaries are called to do that or yeah. <laughs> or I'm not good enough yet right. I can't make a disciple right. and it's no, are you willing? Do you have a heart to seek God? Then you know what, as you go, live it out loud authentically and, and bring others with you and show them how to go and, you know, find somebody who knows how to hear his voice and, and, you know, hop onto that and listen and, and seek it. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about, uh, you know, as we invite people to walk alongside of God, uh, to learn what it means to be a disciple as we're going, as well as we're, we're living out disciples. Mm -hmm. And he said, make disciples. Uh, the biggest question uh, that comes up uh, as we say, you know, you, you can have the abundant life. God can restore you. Uh, you know, my experience has been that that's where the difficulty comes in. Mm -hmm. uh, is that they're, again, under this, uh, kind of thought that well everything that happens is God's will and they they just you know when you talk about okay what about the the bad stuff that happens they say well it must be permissive will mm. um, he permits yeah, it I've, uh, I've heard that before permissive too. and he could stop it but he doesn't stop it because that's his you know and so whenever you interpret that it's still <laughs> I still say, well, then that means it's his will. Mm -hmm. um, and he's, quote, permitting it means he's allowing it to happen. That's his will. Uh, and as it happens to me, my conclusion is, well, then it must, either I'm not good enough to ever warrant the abundant life, mm -hmm. or uh, God, it really isn't that good and nobody gets it. Um, mm -hmm. uh, because everything that I see is, is difficult. Uh, and so I say, I understand that and your view of it and, and underneath it all, when I, when I get to talk to them, uh, they do admit they have an anger toward God. Cause if God mm. was able to stop, do things differently in my life, then why didn't he, then why hasn't he, right? why hasn't he, and he must not, he must not be that good and, or I can't trust it for whatever reason. Mm. Um, and I'm kind of angry about that cause my life is difficult. Uh, so I said, I understand that. Um, uh, if you're going to learn to be a disciple, um, would you have the same heart that the original disciples had? And that mm -hmm. is, they didn't know anything. Right. Uh, he just said, come and follow me. Um, and they said, all right, I'm willing to literally give up this life I have, and I'm going to come follow you. I don't know a thing about it. Um, and I don't, I don't, I can't even say you're going to do anything for me. I'm just going to come and, and be a disciple. I'm, I'm willing mm -hmm. to walk with you. And I said, if you do, and I said, think of the disciples, what happened to them is, did, did they ever understand the supernatural? Did they say, oh yeah, this would be great. Um, I get to experience all this fantastic stuff. They didn't know anything. Um, no, but what they were just walking with them day they were, in and they, day out. They just walked with them. And then as they, as they learned it, um, they got to experience the abundant life. Um, then when Christ said, now you can give this away, go and make disciples mm -hmm. and demonstrate to them the life that you have, have learned and you got and they got to do it the same way. Mm -hmm. They got to follow me. Um, and they won't know it at first, but if they will walk with me like you boys did, you'll understand it, live it, and experience it. And by the way, then they'll give it away. Uh, so what I ask people is, um, 
if you, even though you hesitate mm -hmm. uh, and wonder, is this really worth it or gonna change anything or is it gonna be more difficult? I say, well, why don't you uh, go for a while and just walk with him? Let me help you walk with him. You'll see how fantastic this is. The abundant life will become true to you. Mm -hmm. uh, and Kathy and I uh, were just amongst our leaders uh, that we were filming uh, new content. And the one thing that we all have in common is that we learned how to walk with God. Mm -hmm. We went from places that were pretty difficult and not happy and not joyful uh, uh, trouble. Mm -hmm. And we've all learned to live out the abundant life. Uh, now, again, right. it, it doesn't it doesn't exempt us from trouble. We have we and we all talked about that and we all prayed about yeah. that. Hey, what where, what are you addressing today? There are and new issues daily. New issues. Yeah. And what does God have to say about that? Now, we know something. He's going to resolve it. It's going mm -hmm. to lead to the abundance. We will live the covenant life, um, and this trouble will get resolved. And we have the joy of sharing that. Um, mm -hmm. So all we can do is we encourage everybody is to uh, uh, not be limited in, well, I'm not sure I want to or sure this is worthy of it. We're saying it is worthy of it uh, to come and see. You know, it's kind of mm -hmm. the title, title of our uh, podcast is, why don't you come and see, experience God, let us help you with that um, as you learn what it means to walk with him, which is what we're trying to show you. Um, and as you do, you will experience the abundant life. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, Kathy, we're at the end of our uh, session today, and uh, we just urge everybody, if you have a question, you know, certainly to, uh, you know, set it up and you can put it on the comment section or email us at questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. Uh, and we would encourage you to keep, uh, and as Kathy, uh, you can keep sharing with them, is uh, tell others that it mm -hmm. this life is, is available to them. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're not experiencing that yourself right now, take some time to really ask God, what that's all about and go back and look at Psalm 1611, that verse yeah. that spoke to me so much this week yep. and ask yourself the real questions. If you know it, if you believe it, if you're experiencing it and you know, do I believe God is that good? Do I believe he loves me? And you know what, if there's an answer of no to any of that, Right, you know, go to him and let him show you, yeah. let him, let him, you know, Rich said, come and see, come and see, I promise you it is there for you. And he wants to take you on this journey. So, yeah. so go there with him. Yeah. And you, you can, know? you can send us specific things and we're, we're happy to help you. So Absolutely. Uh, we'll look forward to uh, picking this up again tomorrow, Kathy, and Sounds uh, great. hope you have a good day. You too. Take care. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of come and see your podcast for truth in a world of chaos brought to you by all for Jesus living waters ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.